0: And welcome to the show, everybody. You need to take a cough drop, young man. <laughs> uh, you're listening to my independent report. My name is Kevin McDonald, and today we've got a great guest for you, and I hope that you'll stay for the entire time or show up. That would be good. Uh, we have Renee Klaus here, and we have Matt Shea here. Of course, Matt, the author. And Renee is... Um, we're going to talk today a lot about her and her life lessons and who she is, because Matt Brought her to me and gave us the opportunity to talk with her. I guess I have a mouse in my pocket because it gave us the opportunity. And and uh, so I'm going uh, inter- to have uh, Matt introduce uh, Renee, and, and uh, we'll see where this
1: goes. I think it's going to be a, a great show. So, uh, Matthew? Kevin, when you first explained to me about my independence report, I wanted to hear more. It's about uniting. We're all one and about people that... Make that extra effort to make life better for others, to encourage one another. And when that was explained to me, all I could think about was Renee. And I'm very glad that our opening week that we were able to get her on. I've known her for many years, and she was constantly giving herself all directions. And Renee, it's wonderful to have you here, and why don't you tell us about yourself? Thank
2: you. Oh, well, let's see. I um, started out in Canada, Um, I was born in Vancouver, Canada. So um, I'm one of these normal people that end up moving out. <laughs> so you're from
0: Canada, eh? Yes,
2: well. yes. If I'm up there long enough, I sound just like that.
0: <laughs> oh, Well, that's really cool. Yeah,
2: but all my family is there. I'm the only one here in the States. I can't seem to go back, but uh, I do love living here. I love living in this area here in in the Seattle area. But uh, actually, we moved to California and in Los Angeles area, and I grew up there till I was about thirteen. Um, let me see. Then I moved to everywhere. I've been all over the place. Do you want me to name name all of them?
1: You can name a few. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, I've lived in four countries. When uh, my mom was divorced when I was very little, but when I was about thirteen. Uh, she married a uh, medical doctor, and um, my life started changing really for the better. It was really great. He was a good man and uh, changed our lives uh, tremendously. But because of that, I was able to go to college in England. Uh, went there a year and a half, and I loved that. It's difficult. What part of England? England right near london oh very nice yes so that was wonderful experience my mom decided i should go somewhere different because um uh, my last year in high school i got my heart broken and i couldn't seem to get over it so she thought it would be a good idea to give her a big change and actually the tuition and airfare was less than going here at the time i don't know now But it was a wonderful experience, and it got the travel bug in me, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) Well, that's cool. That's cool. So you you were traveling, and you uh, got through school. And what was your major in college?
2: It was psychology, child psychology, and um, fine arts. And I ended up uh, graduating in fine arts with a minor in psychology, and I was planning on being an art therapist. But at the time, what is an
0: art therapist?
2: Well, you um, in the, in the psychology area, when you have children, particularly going uh, to a counselor and they're unable to describe how they're feeling or express themselves, you give them um, some paper and crayons, and they draw away, and usually you get a lot of information from those pictures.
0: Oh, very nice. Very mm-hmm. nice. So you, you, uh, how did you apply that when you got out of school?
2: Actually, I didn't end up doing that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know, it's interesting because most people end up doing something <laughs> totally different because they just kind of fall into it than what they go to school for.
2: Yeah, well, um, it's gone full circle, but we'll get there. Um, I ended up doing photography, actually. I did a lot of high school uh, photography and um that was good for a while. I did their portraits, and and I really did enjoy the interaction with them. But um, the money wasn't great, and it was too much traveling. I'm not a driver. I don't like driving. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it was too much driving, especially in Los Angeles. It was uh, Anyway, but from that, I ended up looking in a floral shop one day, and I thought, man, I would love to be a designer. I wish I could just take care of the plants, anything, you know. And as I stared at that floral shop, I had to drive by every day when I went home. Um, I decided that was going to be a goal someday. And sure enough, when I lived in Carson City, Nevada, um, I decided to apply to the biggest shop there. I thought, well, they'd have something for me to do. And sure enough, that's what they had me do. They took care of the the plants, and I added... um, uh, little gifts to the plants a lot of times we would tie a you know teddy bear to it or chocolates to them and do all these things and eventually luckily they decided I was interested enough they started teaching me and so I got to do the small bud vases you know the few flowers and on the rose or you know usually it's just a few flowers that's why they call it a bud vase and from there I just kept going
0: so how long were you in the floral industry? My ex-wife was in the floral industry, and oh. it's, it's a hard way to make a living.
2: Well, yeah, but I loved it. <laughs> so I was actually, I would do that when I didn't have a job in the uh, school system. But as far as the um, floral industry, I started probably in about, oh, 1980, yeah, somewhere in there
0: so how did the two of you meet because matt matt is is really taken with you because of (laughs) the the work that you do and and the person that you are so so let's let's talk about that a little bit
1: Uh, matthew how did you meet i met her i recognized her at a church service where she was singing and she sings comparable to if you remember Mary Hopkins. She did those were the days, my friends. Oh, you're dating us now? Yes. Well, <laughs> she came from that avenue as far as my tin ears are concerned, c- concerned, and very impressed with that. And then I also noticed that the church was greatly decorated, the floral arrangement, and guess who got credit for that? <laughs> oh, I that was had... that was you.
2: Yes, I've oh. been doing that for many years. I've I've done the churches almost anywhere I end up going because they usually need somebody. And I've done hotels and banks and um, personal, uh, uh, um, you know, like for custom work in homes and things like that. And yeah, that was probably me.
1: I recall <laughs> visiting your family up in Canada, and somewhere we were in a living room, and I couldn't help but stare at the mantelpiece. You know Renee did that, don't you? Sure <laughs> enough, I believe it.
2: Yeah, they kind of spread out everywhere I go. It's usually something, <laughs> something, somewhere.
0: So, what has got you excited about doing that, into helping people and being the doing the things in church that you do, and the I also understand that you work with the homeless people, and with the homeless, mm-hmm. with <laughs> with, with homeless people and volunteer, mm-hmm. and you give of yourself, you give of your time, you give of who you are. Uh, what, what, where did that come from?
2: Uh, My own experience, knowing what it feels like to be in those positions. Um, I was nearly homeless myself when I went through a pretty serious divorce and ended up not only injuring me, but I ended up homeless. And so I had to live in a trailer that a friend had. I lost my car, I lost my house. I put a lot of effort and everything into it. So I know what it feels like to lose everything. And um, I can really relate. So you're not... These people are just, you know, the same as me. There for the grace of God go I. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, where it all comes from.
0: Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's awesome. You've been doing that for a long time, haven't you?
2: Yeah, pretty much when, as much as I can remember. Yeah.
0: So how and, did you get into that? Matt, talk about how she got into uh, working with you on the covers of your books and, and getting into the artistic aspect of life.
1: As I got to know Renee, and of course, when you meet Renee, you are going to meet a lot of people, and not just at the church, you're going to meet them in the community, and here and there, somebody would have artwork that Renee had done, and somebody looked at me and he said, you know, we think your book covers would really have a nice touch if Renee would do it, and so we got you to do one, and after that, you've done all of them.
2: Well, yeah, it was a little scary. I'd never done anything like that. In fact, all the work I do I've never done before it just it's all an experience and experiment as well.
0: so, where did that come from? Because a lot of people are not comfortable stepping out of their comfort zone and trying something new they they get comfort comfortable with where they're at, and they just don't want to they're scared to death to do something else how how where did that come from? Did that come from your mom and dad? Do you come from your background and moving around so much and stuff?
2: Well, I suppose the experiences in life, yes, but my mother she she everything she did she touched gold I mean it went to gold. it was crazy, and I saw her always trying different things and uh she was an interior designer, and she started uh uh classes for that at age fifty and so oh, wow. Yeah, and so um, watching her, even though I was jealous, (laughs) everything she did was just great. And then I learned, which really shocked me, that she was artistic too. I mean, I have a painting in my my living room of a watercolor in in Puerto Rico, which is another place I lived. and she did a scene there and i loved it and i had no idea she was artistic as well she just was more on the technical side which i am not
0: so what got you to to stand in front of a canvas and start and start uh, and start drawing and painting
2: well of course in my degree i had to do a lot of that uh-huh. i had to and and i did okay I, I i got some A's but that was more in the photography field um, I always wanted to paint I just like the feel of it it's just a, an experience you can't describe unless you're doing it and um, the brush on the canvas and the paint and and all of that it's just the way it feels but I never did any painting until about four years ago and I, I saw a gallery open where I live and A lot of people were in there, and I thought one of these days I'm going to go in there and see what's going on. And they were having a reception for some new artists, and so I went in there this one evening and found out that it was a whole club. And I thought, man, I bought myself an easel four years ago just to look at it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I did look at it a lot, thinking one of these days you're going to get used. (laughs) So finally. I I joined the club and got started, and I sold some pieces my first year. I was in shock.
0: Really, well, yes. good for you. A lot of people uh, who who uh, uh, paint and stuff they never sell anything.
2: Uh, well, it isn't easy, that's for sure.
1: Something that really threw me is I would go to local cafes that have displayed your artwork, but some of the stuff I could tell, no, that's Renee but there would be other stuff. You did that. They had absolutely nothing in common with the exception of standing out. You're diversified.
2: Well, I I don't like doing one style. Um, I don't like doing realism very much, but uh, my favorite really is expressionism, which is a type of abstract. Um, Abstracts generally have no um, real subject, you know, with their color and their shapes and all that. And I love doing that too. But expressionism usually has a theme to it. It has some kind of, you know, whatever uh, you've got in mind for that particular.
1: Something that you did out of the blue, because it was a little trendy, you do the one where they fly the tall grass and there's an old rusty pickup truck that has some wild flowers growing around it. And you did very well with that.
2: Yeah, that was actually a class. Um, I, I decided to get into um, uh, trying to take a few classes, which I had never done before. And I uh, took a watercolor class, and it happened to be free, so it couldn't be any better. It was just getting there. And this woman is an incredible teacher. And the second watercolor that I did of a butterfly on a, on a flower, I sold that and so i had to make some prints of that before i sold it <laughs>
0: so did you did you have it in the gallery and that's how you sold it or
2: yeah it was showing it was showing in a, a clinic or something like that one. you
0: you do recognize that that is unusual right
2: well i guess yeah. i mean i mean i don't know i mean
0: <laughs> i know a person that i was very close to that painted for years and did really nice work but couldn't sell it at all and, but, but your work and in, in looking at, at Matt's, and Matt, by the way, uh, is going to, he's got a website, and, and I, I was yelling at him earlier because he doesn't have your paintings on his website or <laughs> and stuff.
1: So he's going to get that done this weekend. I just know yeah. it. I will. I have somebody appointed already. My tail's between my legs. I admit <laughs> guilt here.
2: Oh, well, you know, I don't push it, I guess.
1: I would like to point out, Renee, that I have people that write me constantly about my books and they specifically point out covers that you did and the two i have right in front of us here now judge alvin wong and the best money can buy those are the top votes for my mm-hmm. people after like my, they're renee, renee Klaus originals
2: it was scary <laughs> so so if <laughs>
1: <They're> somebody <scary. laughs> if
0: somebody wanted to look at your work are they online can somebody go to yes her?
2: they're on facebook okay um, artistic expressions by renee Klaus. so it's a -A k-l-a-u-s-e but expressions is not with the e it's just the x artistic expressions by renee Klaus, and you can see a lot of my work it's not all there i'm not a techie person i don't like it i don't like trying to get my stuff on there but you have to
0: well, that's a, That's a, That's good. So, so if you go to artistic expressions on Facebook, you can look at some of your work. Yes, that's. I'd it's like, all
2: for sale too.
0: Very good. Now, now, when we started talking about this, we were going to talk about life lessons. Yes. And and uh, you you all of us sitting here have had some life and have been around for a little while. And when you just talk about uh, life lessons, what what specifically are you talking about?
2: Well, it's generally something that, uh, is parallels to a, a, an experience that you had. For instance, um, like about well three months ago, I go to Canada quite a bit, and I had to um, get through the border. But however, it was a terrible, terrible one. I'd never waited so long in my entire life, and. Of course, I've been going up there since I was probably 20 on my own, and this particular time, it was two days after New Year's, and I'm driving along just fine, no problems, no heavy traffic, no accidents, nothing. I'm just on my merry way, and all of a sudden, about two miles from the border, there's a light and there's a ton of traffic. And I'm like, oh, well, it must be because they're turning here and turning there. You know, it's a busy time of year. Well, no, it turned out to be two miles of of waiting at the border. So my thoughts are, what do I do? What do I do? Do I go back to my brothers and, and, and wait another day? What do I do? And so... I thought, I don't think I can wait, and and the sign said, wait is two hours, and that was a big lie. I'd already waited two hours, and I was only (laughs) halfway there, and I'm like, and so there's one spot where if you're in the right lane, you can turn around, and I happen to be in the correct lane to do that, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm trying to think of things to do, but This is difficult, so I would read. I would, um, I ate. I had my cat with her. I fed my cat. I took a nap. (laughs) I I got out of the car. I did (laughs) everything I could think of. And finally, I'm inching along and inching along. And finally, we got to, I got to the border. And it took like three minutes. And I finally, you know, got to my goal. Well the whole, the whole premise of that is an experience, and I related it to, to, um, things in life that we're dealing with. Maybe we're going along, we've got our plan, we know where we're headed, and it seems to be going just fine, but all of a sudden, there's some glitch happening, and you're, you're thinking, well, it can't be that bad, and so you'll get through this part, and but then you find out it's getting worse and worse and you're not sure whether to turn around, scrap the whole thing, just give up. But if you have perseverance and you keep heading on that goal, you're eventually going to get there, but you may have to change your plans here and there. You're just like I did.
0: <laughs> now, can you talk about that a little bit more specifically? What exactly are we talking about? Are we talking about goals in life? Or yes, we- yes. Okay.
2: Goals in life. I mean, if you're You've got something in mind, and you think you've got your plan all set out, which I had other plans once I got across that border that I was going to do, and that was all shot to heck. Um, uh, It was a six-hour wait. It took me longer to get through the border than it did to drive home, but... Yes, I'm talking about goals in life, you know, and how I related that experience to goals in life and how sometimes you have to uh, adjust and um, change, change your plan a little bit. And you just, you know, but you can carry on. Just remember that goal is there.
0: Now, in your frame of reference, what, what did it mean for you to keep going?
2: Uh, well, I decided... That the alternative of turning back was probably worse. <laughs> 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 I'd have to wait another day, and um, I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to disappoint people on the other end that uh, I was coming home. So you know, it was it was about um, just just doing what I needed to do, basically.
1: To persevere.
2: Persevere—that's what it was about.
0: Well, but persevere in what? You—you're you, dancing around the question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Because well,
0: well, because we okay, all. Okay, let's yeah, say with
2: my painting. Okay. Yeah, good. With my painting, I decided I wanted to try, and I—I I decided. Okay, I got my—I got my um, easel out there for years. Literally, I bought one, and just looking at it. Well, finally, one day, I I get on that track and I get into that group, and the group um, uh, helped encourage me to try. And I'm just doing a little bit of what I knew. However, I knew I needed to do a whole lot more than that. And I uh, started watching videos, and I started asking questions. I started getting help um, from, and, and I joined another group where they um, uh, uh, we we get together once a week and we critique each other's work, and so that's that's getting on my goal of being able to pursue good work in my mind. What good work is? That's in, that's relative too.
0: Now, what sets see what sets you apart a little bit is your willingness to go join a group, to go buy an easel, mm-hmm. even though it's sat there for four years. Mm-hmm. To, to think about what you're going to do next, but then to take the added steps. And what I'm trying to get at here is what separates you? Why, would you, why did you do that when so many people will go and buy? I have a close relative. He's, he's a little younger than me. He's my son, and he's bought five different guitars. Because every once in a while, he gets a wild hair, and he says, I'm going to learn how to play guitar. Well, they sit there after after (laughs) what is it that that kept you going to go to the groups and 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 then not only that but you were successful at putting that together
2: well i guess the thing is you have to have the desire first i mean you really have to have a strong desire and then realize nobody's going to do it for you i (laughs) mean nobody's going to put that brush in my hand and so um i get to the The point where, what's the alternative? Well, the alternative is the same old, same old. You know, are you going to live life? Are you going to have a good experience? Are you going to try something new and be brave? That was what my first uh, life lesson was about.
1: I'd like to go a step further. You've had people that wanted something, but they weren't quite sure. And after talking with you and seeing the, the wide variety you do, Together, you sort of brainstormed. You came up with something tailor-made for the specific person.
2: Yes, you're talking about the um, first anniversary wedding card that I, I well, made. I
1: was going back further than that. You oh, really? had done a beautiful one. It was a long rectangle one that, among oh. other things, had a bicycle and a oh, shoreline. Yes.
2: yes. Well, you ask questions. You ask them, you know, what are their colors, first of all? What's their style? What What is the purpose of of what they're uh, wanting and that person that was a three foot long um painting of a fellow looking out over the ocean. I'd never done this before. I said I'd do it. <laughs> I'm like are you You did crazy? it very well <laughs> And I I well, videos help, trust me. YouTube helps a lot. I, lo- I watch a lot of YouTube uh, videos and each step I had to figure out how to do a, a sunset and how to do the clouds and then I had to figure out how to do the mountains and I had to figure out how to do the ocean. <laughs> each step as I went I watched probably 15 videos until I felt like okay I think I can try this now. That's how I did it.
1: At present you're doing a project.
2: Yes I'm doing a this is a freebie it's 46 by 30 uh inches naturally (laughs) so um it's for the community um where i have volunteered at the at the clothing bank and i'm always taking things there for household or clothing or whatever i just it's just a great place for so many people use it and i've eaten a lot of meals there too and i decided that their walls were bare, and they needed something. So I found a canvas at a thrift store that was huge, and I thought, this is what they need, something huge. But I, I didn't know what I was going to do yet. But I just figured they needed something on their walls, and I was my thank you for their service. And so currently it's got rocks, little, little, real huge boulders, and... Um, in the front, there's going to be a guy sitting looking out over a lake. Then there's mountains and a big tree next to him. And it's to be an inspiration, you know, a serenity type thing. But I'm going to have some kind of um, encouraging verse on it, um, a quote of some kind, you know, something like, uh, keep your face to the sunshine and you cannot see the shadows, things like that.
1: That's pretty cool you had just said something thank you for your service when i was first getting to know you you were collecting a lot of aluminum during the days (laughs) when it was still worth a little something and we packed my pickup truck because that was converting into a donation for your church you were thanking them for what you've received
2: yes i used to do that a lot too (laughs) used to collect
1: aluminum cans
2: yeah yeah, but, I got that. But the help money was that. paid forward. <laughs> yes, it was to it was to give for an offering for specific things for our church. Yeah, it was just a little extra way to make money. You know, that's before the painting.
1: <laughs> but you always had something positive. You were always paying forward. You always had your way of expressing yourself, saying thank you. She's still you're back at she you. She still does. You know. She's yes, not, she does. <laughs> she
2: <laughs> still do <to> it. <laughs> so well, one of the things I do at church is called uh, God's closet. And that's another clothing bank. And what we do is um, it's open to the community. Anybody can come, and um, they uh, can come in. It's mostly for children, but all the way up to uh, high school, but not so much for the adults because we collect the children's clothes and from babies on up. And people can come in, and we set all these tables—about probably about twenty tables—up with the with the ages on on each table, and um, uh, they can come in, and for a dollar they can have two bags full of whatever they can stuff in there, and that's one of the things that I help with.
0: Well, that's uh, that's that's really interesting that, that you and that's for kids,
2: mostly for children. Yes, and it's what church is the, that? Well, it's it's in um, Des Moines. It's called the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Oh,
0: very nice.
1: Very yes. Nice. They do a lot of good work there, from what I've heard.
2: Yeah, we're always doing something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I admire about that church is throughout the week, you open up to the community. You will have game night where people will come in to play chess, checkers, whatever, You'll have movie night, all the popcorn Mm -hmm. you want. You'll have a Bible study. You'll have people reading stories. It's a three-ring circus. It's nonstop. Hey, we got our doors open. Come on in, bring the family.
2: Yes, and every other Sunday, they have a a breakfast for the community as well. Oh, that's
1: nice. There's always a potluck on Saturdays after Uh, service, a good one.
2: Oh, yeah, and I help with that too. (laughs)
1: Well, I help, too, when I show up because I sample everything.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was one of the things. I sang. I I also um, uh, help lead out in the song service at the church. So it is a bigger part of my life than I actually even realize. I just do them.
0: That's something that you enjoy doing, and it's a way to get out into the community because you're you're a retired person now.
2: Oh, yes. And that was another reason I was able to finally paint uh, after I... Healed from my my surgery uh, in my neck, um, I decided. Well, you know what better time than now? I don't care what age I am. Grandma Moses started what at eighty?
0: <laughs> I'm don't. not
2: even close. <laughs>
0: Matt, Matt, you're the the trivia quiz the guy. I'll go with eighty. Okay, okay. I'm, <laughs>
2: I'm the art person. <laughs> no, but Grandma Moses. I mean, that's why they called her Grandma. So. <laughs> But, yeah, I decided, you know, what better time now, you know, use, be useful and see if I can go somewhere with it. And so far, so good. And I'm happy and, um, you know, it could always be better. I, I can always improve. I always see more and more that I need to learn. But that's the, the life of most people, and especially artists. They're never happy with their own work.
0: Well, it's it's the idea that you're continuing to work and to continue to improve who you are and the people that are around you. that, that it, it really is, it, it's its very nice and it's very heartwarming that you do that because uh, you don't have to. It's There's no rule that says you have to.
2: No, no there isn't. I did a painting for a clinic as well. They wanted uh, some uh, people to put up some artwork somewhere and I said, well, got the canvases, I'll do something for you. And so I did and had people come in there and ask to buy it. But uh, no, it's theirs.
0: Really, have you thought about doing a a, a full blown uh, um, um, art gallery and?
2: Yes, I, I I've I have shown in art shows. I have shown in many many art shows. We have one especially um, where I live here, and I don't know. I shouldn't say the name. I don't know. Um, oh, sure you <laughs> it's can. An Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. It's listening. just us. Okay. So anyway, no, they they have a huge uh, art show once a year in November, and I'm always a part of that. And I've sold last time I sold out of ten. I think I sold six pieces.
0: Now, see now, do you recognize how unusual that is?
2: No, I don't, because other people <laughs> sell them too. <laughs>
1: They have this art show. It's a form of an auction where just before they sound the gong, people yes. are standing in front of the portraits they're going to buy in a second and a half. Mm-hmm. And Renee always has a nice little crowd just her fingers inches away from her paintings.
2: Yeah, some of them fighting over one of them last time.
1: <laughs> That's a great way to make the news.
2: <laughs> see,
0: and, see, and that is something because, and so um, being an artist and, and being a painter comes easily to you. No. It doesn't? No.
2: It's not
0: easy then why don't you appreciate the gift
2: uh, i I do appreciate selling things I, I appreciate it very much. It's just that I'm so used to my artist friends that sell you know sell a lot of their work. so oh, I'm not okay. at that level right now and I, I I want to get there. but I volunteer for things that are for like um, oh, there's a big gala coming up uh called Artist Trust in Seattle. And um, I'm going to volunteer there because these are the bigwigs, man. These people sell their work for thousands. And um, I'm going to be one of the people that shows the work at the auction. They call us models, but, you know, not really. And so we take the work up there and we walk back and forth on the stage and all of that. So and, you're going
0: to be like Vanna White.
2: Yeah. Oh. yeah, I already did it last year. <laughs> oh was it fun? Yes, I enjoyed it. And I got to see oh man, you know, the bigwigs, you know, the governor and all those people are there. And um but it's a great cause and so we get fed <laughs> otherwise well, we have to get there <laughs> well i'm
0: glad you do it because it sounds like you've got some time to do it and mm-hmm. and it, it's right up your alley you love to being an artist and and you love working with uh, matt's uh books and doing mm-hmm. his covers do you yes. have a do you have a, another cover in the
1: works for the, his next book
2: well he's given me a title but i haven't uh what was the title again
1: well they're uh, working on a three-on-one project but i also have a cluster of other books i'm working on and so I'm not sure which book is actually going to get done first. I'm giving you a little heads up so you can think yeah. of something in the back of your mind. And then when I'm within striking distance a month, I will hit it for you. i you uh, know which I one it need is. It more
2: than a month. So that one took two. One months. of them was
1: A Cabin in the Woods.
2: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I yes. can do
1: that. <laughs> you, you can do A Cabin in the Woods. Uh, yes, then, then I can that's
2: do good.
0: that. Well, so, uh, Matthew, when is your next book going to be done? I like to think I. Will I have I'm
1: going to write this down. By the way. Yes. Well, Eileen, <laughs> they team up on me and they circle the day in the calendar. They tighten well, the screws on that. But I will say during the summer months, I'll have a three-in-one book out. It'll definitely have what. And as I've done in the past, I will mm-hmm. have a page in there for your artistic expressions with an X website. And what is it? Short stories. Three short short stories. I'm trying to get a E and backed up with two short stories. That that's what my goal is. Oh,
0: okay. Well, somebody was just trying to call in, and if you want to call back, you I'll put you on the air if you like. Uh, it's kind of cool we've got some folks, and I'm I'm really excited because we've been having problems with the Podbean app all week. It's been kicking us off, and it didn't kick us off today. So it's really has been uh, been quite quite sensational. So we're really happy about that. I and, would
2: like to say something. Okay, about, you about Matthew. Matthew, I met him at a time in my life that was incredibly good for me. Um, He's a godsend. He's a godsend for me. Oh, good. Um, Yeah.
0: uh, He's a great guy.
2: Yeah. And um, he's been real supportive of just anything I try to do. And um, now I'm trying to support him with his books, and it's it's a nice little setup we got.
1: You have been wonderful and we've had the good fortune of being on this week in America a few times. And when yes. I get a kick out of the host, Rick Bratton, he will set me aside a bit and go directly to you and about your website, your artwork. You two are buddies on Facebook. I like that. Yes. He we lets are. the whole world <laughs> know that he's your pal.
2: Yeah. He does write me notes. That's pretty nice of him. Well,
0: that's nice that you that you've got some friends in high and powerful places.
2: <laughs> well, yeah ever <laughs> <laughs> you do i do I i'm guess. holding on to your I, i'm pretty i'm pretty low-key i don't i don't really think about those things very much
0: well you know if you don't you should because no, it's it's a, it's a special thing that you that you're able to do and and a lot of people appreciate you for what for your volunteerism for your skills for what you're able to do with other folks and
1: stuff and and it's 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 a nice it's a nice thing for you i want to throw something else out there i like to contribute to food banks when i can and at one time or another many of us have had to lean on that and when renee has gone she's done it for group effort because there were many equally needy people for whatever reason could not get out there Renee took it to them, the Meals on Wheels concept. You yeah, that's keep true. self, yes, you do. You keep <laughs> yes. gathering and spreading it. You keep very little.
0: Now, do you get down to do Seattle much with uh, Meals on Wheels?
2: No, no, oh, okay. I don't do that. But he's comparing me to that because uh, there are times I've gone. Um, because particularly the one that I know about is incredibly good. I mean, it's crazy how how good the food is there and they throw it out you know if it isn't used that week it's all thrown out and I figure well I'll take some but I usually have neighbors uh, across the street next door to me sometimes uh, Matthew gets some goodies from me but I, I I don't really keep that much
1: a lot of it will end up at the senior center where Ella is We will have a box there, and it's gone within two minutes. Oh, Well, and and so, Matthew, do you dumpster dive? I have. I have honestly done that years and years ago. It wasn't out of poverty. It's what I could find here. One time I found a lot of dried firewood before I was camping. I have found furniture unscathed. What's it doing here? Dust dust it off. Hey, I like this. Just so you know how
0: how it works in our culture, because our culture (laughs) is a throwaway culture. And oh, if it isn't terrible. pristine, and even like produce and stuff, which is why I was asking if you uh, went to Safeway and dumpster dive, <laughs> because they throw out produce that is perfectly okay, but it's they you just need to peel off the outside, yeah. and the lettuce is fine. We're and spoiled, things.
1: and we are. Roger, we are I have never done it for food, but who's to say that day won't come? Yeah, I'm not above it. If I if I have to, that I do. Well, let's assume that that day won't come because yes. you
2: won't
0: you won't
1: have to do
2: that. That's one of the things that irks me so much about this culture. Um, when I lived in Europe and I lived over there, I mean, we watered down the milk. I mean, I figured the milk when I came back here, the milk was so strong I couldn't take it. And <laughs> milk, but, but yeah, yeah, just milk and what? juices and everything. They water them down because you know it's not so readily available. And they're not wasteful, but so when I came back to the to the states, I'm realizing, oh my goodness, people are so wasteful here, and that stuck with me. That was back in 19 oh my goodness, 76. It just stuck with me. So I when think you were that, five, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so no, I've I've found it in my apartment. I found beautiful things and I'm I'm so mad at somebody for not taking the time to just go it's a mile away to the thrift store where they could take it instead. So I do, I take it out. Like I found a beautiful leather purse in there one time and I know exactly who threw it in there. I was ready to tell her, "Look, can't you just take it to a thrift store?" You know, turns out I used it. <laughs>
0: Well, so you kept it for yourself. That's, that's. I did. It
2: was a leather purse. I mean, come on, nothing wrong with it at all.
0: That's a, that's a really important lesson. I would, I'd like to talk about <laughs> and and change the subject just a little bit right. about another life lesson that you okay. that you're deeply involved with mm-hmm. because of some lessons that you have been given and you've been given to you from probably the divine, so that you could talk to other people about it.
2: Well, yes,
0: and so talk to talk to us a little bit about what what life lessons that you're about now?
2: Well, at the time being, I decided to do a YouTube um channel for romance scams, and um, I've seen lots of the videos of people that did um a short video on you know maybe half an hour of their whole story. But I had that happen to me last year, and it was devastating.
0: And what we're specifically talking about is a romance scam of somebody who claimed to be somebody that they were not Mm -hmm. and asked for things that they did not deserve.
2: Oh, yeah. oh They're very, very good. They uh, groom you right from the beginning, and they know exactly what to say, how to say it, and they're very patient. I'll tell you that. There's a lot of details.
0: Can you describe a little bit about what happened to you?
2: Well, um, I was on a dating site, which I usually am not on one, but I decided to go on a Christian one. Oh, there. See now
0: there you you would think
2: (laughs) you would think (laughs) that would be a great place to go. But evil people lurk everywhere. So, So anyway, um, I can laugh now. I mean, I'm over it, but it was hard. Um, He came uh, and just said a little hi, and it was very simple. And I'm like, wow, this seems like somebody I'd like to get to know, which 99% of them I didn't want to get to know them, but this person I did. And just very simple. And then uh, I wrote back and said, hi, how are you? Why do you want to get to know me? I don't live very close to you. I don't live close at all. And he says, because you look like a very sincere, sweet person. Of course, you always have a couple pictures on there. Sure. And, um, and I thought, well, that's nice. I don't know how you can tell if I'm sweet or not, but <laughs> I guess my smile might make it. So anyway, um, it carried on from there. We, we were uh, chatting online for quite a bit, went to my email address instead, I don't give my real one. I give one that's a fake name for people I don't know. Good idea. Yeah. At least I did that right. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, started, we sent more pictures and then he started uh, just grooming me in very minor ways and then started telling me, oh, then he decided, you know, let's talk on the phone. I mean, this going back and forth on the internet forever is, isn't good enough. So um, I decided, well, yeah, let's talk. Well, that did it for me. He had an accent that I loved. <laughs> where where, did, he claim, where did he claim to be from? <laughs> well, originally from Israel, which was really cool to me because I liked i want to go to israel but he was living in australia
0: oh he had an aussie accent
2: no he had more of a, a little bit of a french accent uh. i know oui, oui, oui. <laughs> just slightly kind
0: of like pepe Le Pew.
2: well his explanation was that he grew up in france but his parents moved to israel and so he was young when when he moved to israel so he still had a bit of a french accent I found out what it really was later. What was it? It's from Nigeria somewhere. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it, why is it that you always get, because I always get these letters from somebody from Nigeria. Really? That, oh yeah, it, 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 the letters kind of go like this. It's like, this is George John from uh, from Nigeria and I'm the uh, um, um, caretaker of the estate for his master da, 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 who had $10 million yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. Oh, he, yeah. wants, he wants he mm-hmm. he wants wants to transla- transfer that money to an American mm-hmm, bank. Mm-hmm. So we'll give you 10% of that, but mm-hmm. you need to give us 25 $500 oh, up yeah. front and they, all that that's stuff.
2: Another it's way all of in them.
1: capital letters no, oh, yeah uh,
2: actually, and, and mostly
0: misspelled too.
2: Actually, I'm just guessing he was from there. He probably wasn't really from there cuz I don't think they have a French accent. <laughs> but no. but yeah. it's over that continent someplace, but he would never admit it. Um it is a long story. And so that's what my life lesson is. Well, actually it's called Love Lies and Living Single on YouTube. And you can get the whole, uh, well, I'm halfway through the story. I have uh, part one on through to part 11 so far and two life lessons in there.
0: And that is on YouTube. And that is Love Lies, Living Single, Life Lessons. Yes. And the reason that I bring that well, up.
2: two separate ones.
0: Oh, that's two separate ones. Life Lessons is separate than uh, Living Lives, Love Lies, Living Single.
2: Yeah, that is the story. And then if I put life lesson, that's not part of the story. It's just inserted as something that I experienced.
0: And the reason that I bring that up and wanted to talk to you about it, because you, you really did pique my interest, oh. because there are lots of people that are, they've either lost their husband mm-hmm. or they've lost their wife, they're lonely, then it's easier to scam somebody mm-hmm. when they put the best Face on it and say, "Oh, I'm sure he's just fine," and 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 stuff. And it makes it really a lot easier to get scammed. I hope that you didn't lose anything of value, like I don't know, like your life savings or
2: anything. No, I didn't lose much, except for well, a little bit, but not that much. And then also my dignity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the
0: dignity is an
1: important aspect as well. But I got it back. (laughs) Well, good. I hope you slapped him one. This topic you brought up, Renee, we remember Barbara Feld and she was 99 of the Get Smart show, yeah. and in her real life she went on to write a book called Living Alone and Loving It. Oh. and it's sort of mm-hmm. hand in hand this went back mm-hmm. about 20 years ago so you're sort of doing an updated rendition about the trial and errors and it's not so bad being by myself but keep your eyes open yes. how
0: did you come up with
1: barbara felden from 99 from like get <laughs> smart that was in the 60s I remember, how old are you well she is still <laughs> with us she's still around and i remember hearing an interview from her and it was comparable she had written a book about living alone and loving it Mm -hmm. and the many renee reasons why okay and so it just i just had to mention that you're not alone here
2: no not at all
1: no you're never alone it's just
0: and plus the fact that that at least for me i like going to sleep and waking up alone (laughs) because because it's just it's just is a whole lot easier that way and i don't have to worry about somebody taking care of somebody else and stuff
2: well my first life lesson is about um um It's not so bad living alone or being alone, but try something different. Do something new this year. My first one was on January 1st. I was in Canada on a a nature walk with my brother, and I decided, hey, I'm going to do one about try something new this year. Be brave.
0: Absolutely. Now, that is something that you should write a book about. Oh, because, be, or, or Matthew could be your ghostwriter. That, that'd be
2: a good idea.
1: Renee has helped me with my books. She would chime in with an idea, a thought, have this character do that, put a different spin on it. So you've got a running start here, Renee. Now, are
0: you, are, are you, are you paying attention to me, young man? Did you yes, hear what I, I said? Okay. To, to we, help
1: her, <laughs> right, because she has helped me.
0: Well, no, that's not what I, that's not my intention here. My intention is <laughs> that <laughs> this, 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 she has got a, a philosophy of life that is very, very positive and very good for, for other people to recognize because a lot of people are not, you get to be our age, and we are, have been around a little while. We've been mm-hmm. around the block once or twice. Not me. No, but there's a lot of folks that will say, I'm not going to try anything new. I'm not going oh. I'll, I'll to. Let me give you a, a personal right. example. Mm-hmm. My father was an uh, executive for Nordstrom's for 30 years. Uh, he was a very powerful man in in the world of Nordstrom's talked about him before on the podcast when he retired he he was also a very good golfer and golfing was his thing um as he got older however and he was a, he was what's called a scratch golfer which mean that he shot par but when as he got a little bit older he could no longer shoot par and then he fell in the garage and broke his hip and then he couldn't play nearly as well but he didn't have an outlet he wasn't willing to try anything new he wasn't really willing to step outside of the box and to do something that he'd never done before he's like i can't do that i'm not going to do that he ended up sitting on the couch and subsequently he he ended up passing away but he was unhappy for the last five years of his life because he couldn't do what he used to be able to do but he wouldn't try anything new how do you tell our audience and this is your forum to tell our (laughs) (laughs) time to pull up your big girl pants and and tell our audience Mm. how do you get past that and do something new when you've been on the planet for 60 65 70 years
2: no not that long 55 65 (laughs) 75 well 45 55 65 uh, somewhere in there some place in there okay that's good um Tell you the truth, it's basically, I, I'm not, I don't like being bored. <laughs> so, and I always, you know, I'll never be bored. I always have projects. I always have something going on.
0: But there, no, there's something different about you being able to walk into a place that you've never been before and make friends and to, and, mm-hmm. and to talk to people. How do you, do, is that something in, in, innate in your DNA? Yes, I guess so. They, they, I don't you,
2: think about it. <laughs> It's just me. I I just, I just, I put myself in another person's place sometimes, you know. Like, for instance, I was telling Matt, kind of going off a little bit on your question, but um, I decided this is another new thing I'm going to do. And that is I'm going to start trying to smile at strangers more. Good for you. Yeah, anywhere. If they're coming my way or if I'm walking by or whatever, I'll try to catch their eye and I'll smile.
0: We talk a lot about that on this show because mm-hmm. you do not, I, I I drove a bus for 11 years. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the impact that you can have on another human being who may not have anybody say hello to them all day long, and you come and talk to them with a smile just to say hello can change their entire perspective of how that day is going for them.
2: Yes, and I will talk to people in the stores too because... Uh, usually, I'll see they're doing something or looking at something that's close to what I'm looking at, and I'll say, "What do you think of that? You know, or have you ever used that before, or whatever it might be, just to give them a little conversation? Because sometimes they, I can tell they're they're down. Yeah, and
0: you you want to know the biggest reason why Matthew is here doing this podcast with us? Because he cares. Because. <laughs> When we went to lunch, when I met him the first day and we went to lunch, I used to be in the, I was in the restaurant business for a long time. Before I was a bus driver and all I've done a bunch of stuff. I was in the restaurant business for a long time. And I will dictate who I hang out with based upon how they treat the staff. Mm-hmm. If you treat the staff well and like a real person, you and I can get along. If you treat the staff like crap, and that there's less than, and that that you demand, just, it's I I really have have no time for. I you.
2: wouldn't have stuck around either. Exactly because <laughs> I, I liked how he when we went out to eat the first time, he was so sweet. He Even served me. I'm like, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow. And he was very nice to the waiters, and I thought a good guy
1: he's he's okay <laughs> he, he's okay the waiters get a bum wrap servers and something that really upsets me a pet peeve they came up with this electronic gadget to pay the bill and give their percentage of tips so the government could come in and get their slice of the pie and no middleman when this is from me to you i'm paying honor don't tax it i i feel offended when they have an, a way to tax a tip
0: well, but that's that's it's the government. Did, did you ever listen to uh, um um the uh um George Harrison song, Tax Man? Yes I have. Okay. Well see there you are. That's just you know. But but and and but you what you can do, Matthew, if you want to get around it is you can always pay cash. I do. Okay. Yes. He does. yes. <laughs>
2: and sometimes I say, Well, you're being generous, but that's that's Matt.
0: Well, it, it, and and that's uh, that's really good, and uh, but that's that's why I, I was impressed with him, and that's why mm-hmm. I, I opened this up to him because it I want to deal with and work with uh, real positive people Can like I? like you. I'm you know I I have to tell you I'm very impressed with you.
2: Oh well, thank you. It's my first time eating you. Wait till you tell me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I, I, it's 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 very. I I really love people that are stretching themselves, doing other stuff. Helping humanity, helping other people, doing doing the right thing.
2: kindness. Thank you. Just play all kindness and consideration. That's all it is.
0: Yeah. At the end of, at the end of this podcast, you'll you'll hear me say, "Ben, be kind to each other because oh. each other is all we've got."
2: Yes.
1: There's exactly. always an octave of laughter with Renee throughout the day. Spending time, there's always laughter hitting once in a while. Well, good. Good. I'm. I'm. I'm been
0: very impressed with you, so oh, I appreciate it.
2: I Appreciate that very much. My dad used to tell me, "Why do you laugh so much?" I said, well, "It's your fault." <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? I mean, yeah, why not? And, and he's been amazed by me at times. And I said, "Well, I am your daughter." <laughs> you know, I mean, there you are.
0: oh yeah well and and you can teach people a lot of 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 how to be positive how to because your life goes a lot easier if you approach it from a fun standpoint rather than if everything is down and dreary and icky and awful and
2: one of the things i do is uh it's a tough thing to do but it lifts your life up and that is forgive those who have hurt you
0: no that's going too far
2: it's going too far
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding
2: it you know it's not worth holding on to that grudge it's just not worth it Nope. because it does it does change your brain chemistry not only your life it changes your brain chemistry i like those endorphins i call them dolphins (laughs) <laughs> i liked all the dolphins i can get
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's right you know and well and and the reality is is that if you hold a grudge against somebody who did you wrong perceived or otherwise because oftentimes mm-hmm. we perceive it to be wrong
2: misunderstanding. But,
0: and it's a misunderstanding all the way and uh but but at the end of the day all we do is hurt ourselves yep it has they nothing don't to do care. with them well and even if they did care it wouldn't matter because you're still they're not in your when you let somebody get in your head you can't you can't make your own decisions about what's life what is good about life Your
2: decisions will be tainted a lot of times just because you you're angry at so and so i i you know for instance in the club that i was in the art club i was in there was a conflict with a woman in there and i had to just suck it up i just i'd compliment her yeah. She was a little shocked. But <laughs>
0: So, so um, and while I've got some people on the line um, um, that, that are listening to the show, I need to do an experiment. I would love for one of you to call in so that you can ask uh, Renee a question, if you would, because I want to make sure that the, that technology is still working as well. So if one of you wants to call in, I would be on. We'll sit here and wait. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, somebody. <laughs> oh. I would like to
1: point out that Renee has a wide variety of social groups. She has people from the church. She gets involved with the children, with the children's stories sometimes. Mm-hmm. Your art groups, how you do help with the food bank, the clothing bank, a wide variety of people, people you've known for over 30, 40 years. You might catch up to them.
2: Oh, yeah. I've heard from mothers of ex-boyfriends. <laughs>
1: yes yes
2: (laughs) they they, they've been mad at them for not marrying me (laughs) i just you know it was not the thing to do at the time
0: well i'm glad that you have uh i'm glad that you have ex-boyfriends and stuff so two
2: of them last week
0: (laughs) see now that's that's pretty cool
2: but they're friends yeah you know i don't hate them they you know it's i don't hate them there's no reason to There's
1: an old saying, the best revenge is health, and you are holding up pretty good, Renee, and that's got (laughs) to get at them a little bit. Uh, well. I don't know. (laughs) Who
0: knows? Anyway, is there anything that you would like to add? By the way, before we go, a couple things while we're sitting here. Couple things. Uh, next week, I'm extraordinarily excited because John Edward is going to be on the show. Yes, that John Edward. He's going to be on the show on Tuesday, and so if you want to tune in to uh, listen to John Edward, that would be that would be just awesome. And um, uh, Matt is a, an author over here, and I promise him at the near the end of the segment every day that I give him a couple of moments to talk about his books and 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 his website. Then, uh, by the way, he is going to be busy this weekend because he's going to be putting
1: renee's paintings on his website so there go ahead okay i'd like to mention a book that i've written recently my most recent publication it's called the best money can buy and it's a fun story that sort of humbles all of us where we get to laugh at each other to appreciate the goodness to simplicity more important that cover that's a renee klaus classic if you go to my website, com, I have other books. It leads you to Amazon, a lot of free stuff. You could write me, and I promise to write you back. Thank you very much.
0: So if you go to Amazon, then that covers there? Yes, it is. Well, see, so, so there you are. Now, yeah. now you're famous on Amazon as well.
2: Oh, my. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't that cool? Wow. So is there anything that you would like to add? Any Anything at all that you would like to tell our
1: audience before we wrap up this podcast?
2: don't worry be happy
1: <laughs> oh isn't that bobby theron yeah. i forgot to mention she's original too oh very good that's a bobby, no. bobby bobby theron isn't it
2: yeah um oh man man
1: you you know uh, you know right
2: uh i can't remember yes. who I'm, was saying I'm, i just I'm, know the words
1: God. he just, had his guitar and he let the world know
2: get other people involved in your life don't be alone Don't do find something interesting, find something new that you haven't done, been thinking about forever and find a group. Or uh, if you can't find one right away, go on on YouTube and find groups. And usually they know of local things going on. Just don't be alone all the time. It's not healthy.
0: It's not good either. and and it's it's a waste of life and it's a waste of your life and there's no point in wasting your life you're going to get out of this soon enough as it is so don't waste it
2: yes enjoy your life and, and get out there
0: that's a that's a that's a wonderful way to wrap up this podcast matthew what would you like to add
1: and you might want to include about volunteering because you are yes. constantly extending yourself, and yeah, it just volunteer. makes you happy. It comes back around,
2: the, and you you make friends. You actually do make friends when you're volunteering. I've got several friends just from that source itself, and, and get you out there.
1: Yes,
0: well, good. Well, I for one am glad that you're out there thank you because it's 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 really exciting so by the way um just just so you know next week we've got a full week of a really exciting guest john edward's going to be here we're going to have uh, girl power wednesday and we're going to be talking to a personal trainer who works with women specifically to help them lead their best lives and then we've got uh Um, A makeup artist who's coming in on Thursday. She's extraordinary. Um, She's got 15,000 followers on Instagram. And she's done makeup for people like journey metallica and she's she's a uh, makeup artist to the stars she's going to be here on thursday and then on friday we'll figure something out it'll be it'll be it'll be worth hanging out with us then so i hope that you spend some time with us it's great to have you here and uh
1: with that um anything either of you would like to add you were magnificent renee thanks for being with us
2: Yes, um, I wouldn't mind mentioning my my art side again if you don't mind. Not a bit. Um, artistic expressions on Facebook by Renee Klaus. Expressions is with an X without the E.
0: Very good. Unless you can't spell, and then you know, (laughs) doesn't doesn't matter. It'll come up anyway.
2: It'll come up. Okay.
0: With with that, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in today, and it's it's worked it's worked out well. And uh, Podbean, I'd like to thank you for not screwing up today. That's really darn magnanimous of you. So, with that, we'll see you next time on my Independence Report.